Hi, and welcome back to another episode of The Search Podcast. I'm Elliot Manning, the Managing Director of Cayman Recruitment. We are based out in the UK and the US. Enjoy this week's episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Search Podcast. I'm Elliot Manning. Um, Happy New Year. Hope everyone had a very nice, relaxed, well-deserved break over the holidays. Um, This week's episode is just me. Um, I've got no guest on it this week. I just thought I'd talk freely amongst myself, um, share a bit of information, a bit about me, um, the year that we've just had, the, the guests I've had on the show, what we've seen in the market and kind of what we look to see moving forward. I mean, right now it's a bit of a, an interesting time um, with uh, new restrictions just put into place again. And uh, yeah, it's not something we're not used to, but I think everyone kind of still panics and, you know, at the same time wonders what is going to happen and what's going on moving forward. But look, you know, we take each day as it comes and um, each week as it comes. Right now, we can't really do much about it is what it is, um, as they say. So um, try not to dwell on it. Um, want to go through, I suppose, last year um, before I go into anything else about myself. I mean, last year itself, um, when it's a lockdown in March, um, which was a shock to the system for us all, something we weren't prepared for as a, as a business, even us that came and we, we'd never been home working, flexible working, probably was equipped for it because a lot of the stuff that we do is cloud-based and, and pretty flexible, but at the same time as uh, having that culture um, interrupted, potentially, I'd like to use the word, is, is something that we had to get used to as, as a business, you know, and it worked um, well initially, it was great, but, you know, I, I did seem to think that, you know, it came, came to a few months into it around, I'd say, June, July, and we were in a position where we needed to be around each other to bounce ideas off of each other and we're in a fortunate position for us where we're actually a local business and we, I'd say for me, it takes about 15, 20 minutes to get to work. So I started coming to the office a lot more around July time and, you know, said to the team, look, you know, if you're fed up and want to be here and, you know, want to work from the office, then please do, you know, come join me, keep me company. Um, we're not going anywhere. We've all been in isolation, you know, enough to the point where we started to create our own little work bubble, I'd like to say. Um, but we couldn't work, you know, if you can't work from home from, for mental reasons and, you know, get to the office and, you know, do what you got to do. But I think moving forward from that, you know, learning to do this podcast with the guys at Hock Show and taking on a course just for my own sort of self-development has been a massive game changer for me. And I needed something else to occupy me mentally as well as, you know, from work purposes. Uh, to, yeah, just to develop. I mean, there's never, you know, a point in my career where I feel like I can't keep learning something new. Um, so I jumped on the podcast, you know, around that kind of time, I started to get back into work and um it was it was you know a massive difference you know talking to people in the industry not from a qualification perspective are you looking for work what are you guys looking to do and you know can we help you hire and it was more tell me about you tell me about yourself tell me about your story let me hear how your journey's been and not only just in recruitment but recently with everything that's been going on you know, i've spoken to people that are Unfortunately, some of them aren't actually in those jobs anymore. Um, you know, even though that, that these podcasts have only been going for six or seven months, they, they, they've had to 
put themselves in a position where they're looking for something new, uh, which is a shame. Um, you know, I've spoken to people that are in completely different mindsets to how they were back then. They're now looking to the future for different things and different reasons and other ways and means that they can benefit themselves and be more, I suppose, let's just say selfish about their own circumstance. Um, yeah, it's, it's endless. And I, I, I think I wouldn't ever have been able to do that without having put this podcast out there. And I'm not looking to do this podcast to, I suppose, teach anyone something that they don't already know or people out there that they, you know, can get, I suppose, I wouldn't say information on, but more inspiration. And I like to use that word for this podcast. It's more of an inspirational journey, this is. And it's to help others out there in recruitment understand and learn what, you know, the market's all about, if they're looking to get into it or if even if they're already in it. Also, looking to help inspire people that are, you know, low levels and, you know, mentally at the minute and in negative mindsets that need a bit of, you know, some uplift from people that have had success in the market and people that started out that aren't seeing the, you know, the end results, you know, there's a lot of recruiters out there that have been in the game for now 10, 15 years that are running country offices and, you know, teams of 10, 20 people and, you know, have been there and done it that can really, really help others out there with, you know, that, I suppose, um, we'll use the word again, inspiration. Um, that's what this whole journey has been about. And it got to the point of, you know, in December, I finished the last one with uh, someone called Harriet from Premier. And she's been at her firm for like 10, 15 years. And it's been an incredible journey. And for others to learn about it is 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 truly, you know, um, priceless, um, which you can't really get anywhere else. And, you know, for me, I love it. I absolutely love it. Um but last year, that was something that got me, you know, and kept me going. Um, you know, it was something that I think the industry needs and um, I'd like to hope people want to see. Um, and I'm going to continue doing that every week as long as possible. Um, I did have a break over Christmas, which was quite nice to spend with the little one. But I think, you know, I want to continue this uh, ongoing to get as many guests on as possible um, in many sectors and businesses and locations and keep keep it going um, for this channel. But the response has been in incredible as well um, the last year on doing this and just generally as a business. And that's why I, I you know, I get out of bed every day um, as well as other personal reasons. Um, Cayman, um, we've had a, you know, it's been up and down, I think, for us as a business, you know, we've had months just like others where we've didn't, you know, know whether it was going to turn out to be a success or not. But then we've had months that have been a success. And we've looked, never looked, you know, we haven't looked back on those negative months, we've looked forward at the positive months and where we can go from here. I've always been um, about our journey and where we're going to go as a company and you know what we're trying to achieve and you know done everything I can to maintain the workforce to make that happen and you know I think we're, we're, we're in a, a place now as a business where we've only got a big journey ahead of us and we've got good plans in place I've been working closely with James Osborne at the recruitment network to help produce these plans and push us forward and you know I can't thank those guys enough to you know who have helped us develop and helped me develop you know came in recruitment for you know the foreseeable um we've got hires being made we're still looking for good people we've got plans to grow our international offices and for us you know i just want to make sure that we um don't do anything different um apart from just keeping you know ourselves in the, in the place where we are which is a good place um 
that's me on last year and the podcasting and where we're going as a business and a journey and why I'm doing this. But I suppose um, my journey in recruitment, I suppose I've asked everyone else about theirs and what they've done, but I've been in it now since 2007 um, in recruitment. I started off working in chef recruitment. I used to be a chef, so it was the only you know option that I thought was um, my way into the market. I, a friend of mine was doing tech. I tried interviewing at some tech recruitment companies and it just wasn't happening. I just didn't have the success to to get you know what you know for them what they wanted they wanted sales experience and i found it really tough so i went to a chef recruitment company said look i'm a chef um you've helped me before so i'm looking to change my careers i want to do recruitment i want more money i felt that i was working you know nearly 20 hours a day some days and i was not getting the financial rewards i felt like i deserved for the work i was putting in so i joined chef recruitment it was great um, spent some time there and then I took the six months that I needed. I then went into a company called Alan, who are now Experis under Manpower. And Alan at the time were a fantastic business, but they struggled quite a lot in the 2008 recession when I was there. I lost a lot of good people, a lot of accounts, a lot of people that you, you know, I've seen now in recruitment. Someone like Ashley Lawrence, who runs Trenova, for example, was working next to me and alongside me there. Um, you know, just as an example, and look, you know, what he's accomplished these days. And they produce some fantastic talent. And um in 2008, I decided that, you know, after a year doing technology recruitment and the struggles that they were having, it just wasn't going to be the right place for me and the changes that they were um making so i got approached by a company locally um who were a brand new business and they needed someone who wanted to help them grow the company develop it um build out desks divisions and that had a good future for me written all over it so i joined that it was in healthcare at that time it wasn't it was less uh, framework driven I suppose it was um not like it is today with different you know um compliance and documentation that is you know that everyone requires it was pretty easy as a market to 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 work on but it was a lot of groundwork to it no one actually gave me a lot of you know guidance to to what I needed to do I just did it and I built one of the most successful desks in that company I then took on two or three other desks around me built a team um and then run a division which was unbelievable at that point then the frameworks came in um, and I started seeing my margins being cut and I started to struggle to try and get enough workload going with workers to the point where I just thought, you know what, I've really made a, you know, I've done really well with this. I've really enjoyed it, but I'm all about the earning potential and it was it was great. Don't get me wrong. But um, at that point, after, you know, two, three years of doing it, I thought, let's get back into the city now everything's back to normal and let's get back into a market that i was used to which was technology banking finance so started working for a company called cer financial who are still going today a boutique firm in liverpool street um set up and worked on their project management desk which was um it was great fun um did really well enjoyed myself build well i met worked and met some unbelievable people in the company and absolutely had the most amazing boss paul marsh who trained me he mentored me he helped me couldn't ask for anything else from him but there was something in the background as i mentioned before you know i was driving you know i was striving to earn the money in the market and really wanted to push myself and i felt like the only way that i could do that to my own satisfaction was to set up my own agency and there was no you know hard feelings and no problems that i had with the employer at the time it was just a case of i needed to do my own thing so i set up came in recruitment 
from home. I was getting out of bed. I was working on, you know, my desk in the bedroom. It was very weird. I had to have my own self-determination, motivation, ambition, and I really struggled with that. But ultimately, it was it was the right thing to do at the time. Um, so I was working on it on my own for six months, um, employed a friend of mine, and it was it was great fun for, you know, a period of time. Um, I think moving over from that into the point where I got an office after a year, um, started hiring other people. That was the one thing I really, really struggled with as a business owner was hiring other people and um, training them, developing them to work for me in the way that I wanted to work without me even having, I suppose, I'm going to be honest, you know, the right amount of experience in doing it. It was really a big challenge and something that I wasn't, expecting um i think in the year three or four of the business was built up to like 12 heads big team of recruiters you know it was just unfortunately it just got out of control i you know really couldn't figure out a way to manage it um we weren't making enough money at the time it was a bit kind of you know one month let's make money let's hire make money to hire make money. and that was the wrong way to do it and i was advised against that and um for, you know for my accountant at the time who was a really good friend of mine to say, look, you know, you got to set this straight. You know, I wouldn't be, in, we wouldn't be where we are today, right? Um, so we stripped it back and built the business again. So I think the last, let's just say, the last three, four years is where it's been um, where all the magic has kind of come from, and the success and the the drive that we've had as a business been a lot more sensible. Started reading a lot more, learning a lot more not only on that development piece for myself, but just to help the business and seeking more advice and investing in things like the recruitment network, investing in other platforms and trying different things out has really allowed, you know, Cayman to get to where it is, you know, to this day. Um, I absolutely love managing people now. I feel like I'm managing people not on a business team basis as such, but a lot more on an individual basis and trying to understand who they are, what they're about, what they can do, what they're good at, what their strengths are, what they're not good at, what they don't like, do like. And once I understand that person that works for me in the business, I'm making sure that then I, I, you know, I, I build a way for them to adapt to what I need and what we want as a company. Um, I've built a business now with strong longevity of the people that work here, which I am really so thankful for. Um, got the most amazing book of business and, you know, set up that has allowed us to, you know, to keep moving forward. So the point separate to that, I think it was about what, two years ago now in 2018, I decided at that point I was, desperate to get a, a you know something going on over in the US um and for me you know over in the US uh, it was just an ambition of mine so I went over to New York I went there I think I went there about 10 times in one year 2019 and built a business built an office built a presence built a database of clients and made sure that I did it all myself so that I not only understood it from the ground up but at the same time I made sure that there was a platform to work with for us as a company um, that I could build and grow um, you know for us to develop uh, you know at Cayman so now we've got two people over there got Danny and Corey um, just taking someone else on in Texas who's going to work with us at the same time in that side of the US and help us build our presence in the States as well as what we're trying to achieve in London. Um, but yeah, that's me. Um, I thought I'd kind of wrap that up. I don't know if anyone has um, heard my background, my story before, but um, yeah, onto the last kind of, I suppose, subject to, to throw out there for everyone to kind of listen to and know about is our take on the recruitment market moving forward. Yeah. Um, 
I don't have the answer anymore. I thought I did. Um, I did a, a couple of interviews with the TRN guys, with you know, with um, Gordon, with James, and it was a case of this is where the future is going to go and this is how it's going to look. But since then, I'll be honest with you, it's been a complete and utter mix of some people are really for this homeworking and really kind of now used to it and set up on it you know and nearly been doing it for a year which is you know which is fantastic but some businesses are doing everything they can to stay in office keep that going um keep up with their own culture their environment their you know their processes that they have internally and adapting to the way that everything's going with covid to make that happen um i think even a client of ours yesterday said that we're doing interviews in office but don't worry we're t we've got all the ppe here we're taking temperatures as you come in and it's i mean i was actually surprised i've never heard anyone say that but it was good to hear um good to see um but that's the kind of um you know the extent people are going to to make it work um in prediction to what you know is going to be you know moving forward I don't know how much or how long people can want to work in office, uh, work from home for, sorry, and, you know, not be around other people and colleagues and that have that working environment. Um, I feel like it's a great position to be in for a year or so, but it's got to, it's got to wear out at some point. Um, I don't know how, you know, people are going to not want to, to change that up, but look, you know, each to their own. I just, as I said, you know, I don't see that's my opinion. I don't. I don't know how um, the market's going to be, and that's why I find it very unpredictable. I just don't know what you know the changes are that are going to be made, unless we get to a point where everyone has had their vaccine and everyone's back to normal again. Um, I reckon are people going to want to start running straight back to their offices and work as normal, or are they used to what they've got? Who knows? Um, but other than that, the market is extremely aggressive at the minute. It's, it's busy. There's a lot of clients hiring. There's people that have got their growth plans for this year. I think that what happened last year was a lot of companies in recruitment, in my opinion, lost a lot of income from, you know, March to, to June, July. But from July to the end of the year, they started seeing that rebuild back up again to the point where it potentially balanced out their books and cash flow. I'm not sure. But if it did, it's put them in a position where they are now for Q1 this year to start building a new plan of attack moving forward, um, which is fantastic. And we've partnered with a lot of those companies to do that. I think a lot of companies are going backwards. I think that their way that they've been working, the way they've treated staff, the way that they are trying to still operate in the same way are causing them a lot of problems. And there's a lot of agencies that have been set up now in the last year that are just going to take over the game in the next, you know, let's say the next generation. Um, Firms are coming up every day that I've never heard of. Businesses have been setting up every day that, you know, we're seeing and, you know, we're, happy to see obviously because it's great for our market and what we do but it does you know it's coming at a cost to the bigger firms um some have been operating absolutely amazingly even though despite how big they are and there's a couple of clients that we work with that are you know without naming names that are, have lost a, not a single person and have not had to furlough a single person have just kept things going the way that they should and you know it's great to see but you know, a lot of candidates call us and people that are still working for their current employees and they're just telling us everything that we may know, don't need to know, should know, um, find out, and they're not holding anything back. And, you know, we don't, I, I, honestly, I don't really like when I hear all the, the negative rumours out there. It's uh, it's not nice to hear. Um, I feel bad for, a, you know, certain agencies that are having to deal with it. Um, Glassdoor does nobody any good and does have a really 
poor effect on the on the market. But again, you know, it's people that take out their anger and you know the frustrations. Um, the best thing they can do is put it on there, just like we do on TripAdvisor, I suppose. When we have a bad meal, we some people like to to take their time to to write the review. Um, look, is what it is. Um, I think for you know the market, I think you know it's got to be done on a week to week basis. I don't know how people can forecast for three, six, twelve months. I think you know take each week um, if you can as it comes. Um, don't overthink things. Don't try and put predictions as much as you know six months down the line because i just don't we just don't know what's going to happen in this current climate and you know everyone thought it was going to get better and it's actually got worse so you know just look at the the immediate future over the long term i think um been nice to talk on this podcast um about myself and about the market and what i think but um i'll kind of hold back on what i'm offering on about you know for this whole um recording and look you know i think if if there's businesses out there that need advice questions answered want to just have a chat about the market for any reason you know doesn't even have to have a i suppose a a purpose to it but just to have a conversation i'm more than happy to have a you know very confidential chat with whoever you know there is there's a lot of people that have been reaching out to me over the last year for help advice suggestions you know what do we do with this what do you think of this what have you seen with that candidates are calling me just to ask me advice and uh, i'm all for it you know just drop me a message give me a call drop me an email happy to help out if you want us to take a look at you know your internal plans of hiring and what you've got going on as a company let me know we've got different options and solutions in place now that we can offer um as a company to help you with your growth and you know what you're trying to achieve but if you're a candidate and you're really struggling with your current firm you want to know what other firms are doing what's out there happy to have a confidential chat and tell you what's what and what i think you know look at the end of the day it's all my opinion it's all what i think um, what I see, um, having done Rector right now for about eight, nine years, it, you know, I've seen a lot, um, but you're not seeing it all. Um, so some people still do surprise me, which is great. Um, feel free to keep in touch, reach out, let me know and uh, stay tuned for more podcasts. See you later.